Hello, everybody, and welcome back to Hextech Heroes. This is, what, episode 5 now? Um, my name is yeah. still Laughing Mage, and I'm still here with my two most favorite podcaster minions in the world. Guys, let's say hello. Hey, y'all, it's Susan. Or are you call me TJ? Hey, it's Micro. Wow, we're very high energy today. <laughs> hey, hey, it's Micro. <laughs> yeah, that's what I'm talking about. Yeah, that's no, more that's like I was it. looking down. 11 p.m. on a winter night. Yeah, no, that's valid. We're recording a little bit earlier than normal. Yeah. yeah, I've got a Warhammer tournament tomorrow, so I'm not sure if I would be able to make tomorrow. So we're we're doing this a little early. Yeah, we're doing a little bit on a different day. Uh, but with that being said, it's not a super busy uh, news week this week. Not a lot. Not. I mean, okay, I won't say there's not a lot going on. But there's heavy hitting news rather than yeah, a lot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's the quality over the quantity this week for sure. But before we get into our team chats, let's go into catch up XP. So, uh, so who wants to talk about their week first? Oh, well, y'all could take it first if you like. Yeah, Mage, why don't you go first? Oh, okay. It's my turn to go first. All right, sick. Yes. Uh, you haven't done this yet. <laughs> yeah. Uh, okay, my catch-up XP. Let's think. Uh, so I started a new work schedule this week, so I'm up like two hours earlier than I normally would be. So I'm pretty fucking tired. Not gonna lie. Because uh, like I'm waking up and getting into work while it's dark, and then I'm getting back home. Where, like I'm leaving work when it's dark, so it actually just feels like it's pitch black outside 24 hours a day because I'm just not outside during my uh, during my day because i'm just working the entire time so that's been kind of weird and i'm like been super mm -hmm. exhausted like i just took a five hour nap before this podcast um oh, damn yeah yeah i don't even know if you can call it a nap i actually just hibernated for five extra hours of my day hey man the winter sleep in and out yeah yeah i agree like i I had such an odd perception of time when I woke back up earlier today. <laughs> you did naps where you wake up and you're like, what so the weird. fuck just yeah. happened? Where the fuck am I? What year is it? Who am I? What the fuck is happening? Yeah, that's kind of how but it felt I, for me. That's how I like my days off. Though. Yeah, no, true. I mean, I've been resting up for the entire real? day, basically. I, I woke up, like, because I am going into work, like, two hours earlier. Like, I went to sleep last night, like, significantly earlier than I normally would. And by significantly earlier, I mean, like, I, I went to bed at, like, 2 a.m. instead of, like, 4 a.m., right? Yeah. Um. So when I woke up this morning and it was 10 a.m., I was like, what the fuck? Hello? Yeah. <laughs> why why am I that. awake so fucking early? Like, I could, like, go to, and eat breakfast somewhere and it wouldn't be, like, I wouldn't be shamed for it because it's not past noon. Um, <laughs> yeah. But, like, I woke up at, like, 10 a.m. and I actually... <laughs> <laughs> one of the first things I did was I played some early morning league with Susan over here. Yeah. <laughs> we played the League of Legends. It's not that odd of a occasion for me. I like my early morning video games, personally. It's, it's yeah, that was pretty fun. It's definitely early different Early morning gaming me. is fun. I like to get ranked done, to be honest. I don't like night, late night uh, grinding, but like... Early, sometimes I wake up at like five thirty or six a.m. for some fucking reason. My thing reason. is like I think the people in the morning are trying to dodge the tryhards, so I don't yeah, think yeah, trying yeah. as hard in the morning. Partially, me too. Yeah, I don't yeah. think the people. It's an easier time in the morning. That or during the school year when everybody's in school. Yeah, just get it chill. done at like noon. See, I played two ranked games today at like noonish. I think maybe a little bit afterwards. Um. Uh -huh. Yeah, I, I won bot lane both of those games with my AD carry. Like, we actually, like, hard we, shit on them. 
Um, but then my top laners, both games just fed their fucking asses <laughs> off. Like no, like the it, like it, it felt it. Honest to God, felt like they were AI. Like it really did. Like uh, my Aatrox top lane at like eleven minutes had twenty one farm. Oh, he had twenty one. At CS. how many minutes? At, uh, at, a little bit better than I do. <laughs> uh, at eleven minutes. At eleven minutes. At eleven minutes. Oh my god. Yeah. Um, and then what also happened was that like I don't know, like fifteen, sixteen minutes. My jungler is like, Aatrox, you're fucking useless, okay? You shouldn't even be building damage. All you have to do is, is peel for Jin. Like, I understand that lethality is better, but you should probably be building Gore Drinker. Uh, and, and so Aatrox is like, okay. And then he sold all of his items, and he bought the components to Gore Drinker. Oh, no. Five uh, minutes later, my jungler already... speaks up again and says, dude, you're so fucking useless. You just need to go tank. Sells all of his items and starts buying the components <laughs> of Bramble Vest. He restarted his build twice. I am crying. The League of Legends horror story. And I'm like, dude, there's no fucking way. You're down 150 CS. You sold your items two times, oh, man. Items. It, it was unreal. I Absolutely unreal. Absolutely unreal. Did that person play top lane? I, I honestly, I after that game, I was just like, okay, I'm going to sleep. And then I slept for five hours. <laughs> God. Nah, that's accurate. Um, but that was that was really tragic. Um, but other than that, um, I have been playing just a lot of league recently. I actually had my first like real practice like scrims with uh my low budget LCS team. Yeah. The the games didn't go great. We're still we still don't have a jungler for our team, so it's hard to like coordinate and find team identity. Uh, which is like the number one thing that I was trying to talk with everybody about because like I'm really de- like I'm very much determined and I'm dedicated to to winning uh with with this team and like we're not starting from a very good spot because I think a lot of from what I understand like this is kind of like a new iteration of this team like the players that were on the team last year aren't going to be on the team this year like I think it's the same mid laner I think it's the same AD carry but it's a different top laner and I'm a different support and we don't have a jungler um so it's kind of like a like a rebuild of their team. So what used to be their identity isn't an identity anymore. So yeah, I kind of spent get to knowing people. <laughs> yeah, I kind of spent like the first uh, the first practice talking to them about like, oh, what kind of like play style do you have? What kind of picks do you have? And and a lot of the answers I got were like, oh, I can play anything. It's like that's great. I'm happy you can play anything. But what is your play style? Like I want to know what you want to do. Like if you're loading into a solo queue game, I want to know what you want to do. What are you trying to accomplish? Are you playing? Are you locking in like Orn and Gragas and playing weak side the entire game? Or are you playing like Fiora, Camille, and Irelia yeah. and hands checking the enemy top laner? This is the information that I want to know because it can help us draft and it can help us build uh, our team up. And I, as a support, know how I can better facilitate our lanes if I do that. Um, but it, it, but the practices did not go super well. But we're still learning, so. Uh, Hopefully, hopefully it improves in the future. But I am excited to see what uh, what what we do as a team uh, going forward. It's exciting. Yeah, yeah. You, I mean, you guys will be able to watch me live. Uh... <laughs> yeah, I was gonna ask you early in the week where we watch you, but I assume that's you know it hasn't started yet. Yeah, it hasn't started yet. Um, but you'll be able to watch us on the uh, LBLCS Twitch channel. Uh, we also just need to find a jungler. <laughs> That's kind of our number one thing. We need to find a jungler that we can play with. Um, otherwise, we're going to have like an autofill as our jungler. I'll jungle. 
Yeah, you'll jungle for us, dude. Yes. God damn. <laughs> Yo, put me in boss. I'll play Singe. What do y'all want? Know. I'll play it. I'll learn it. I think both of you would actually bring our fucking our our league rating up too high so that we wouldn't be able to play in the economy league. We'd have oh, to go no. up one. And I don't think we're prepared for that. No. I don't even know if we're prepared for the economy the season, league yet. Yeah, 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 yeah. We actually just run it down, I'll go bronze and then rejoin the league. Hey, That's I mean it. I've got other accounts. <laughs> <laughs> um Nobody has to know. Nobody <laughs> has to know. They don't have to know. Uh, but that's that. That's my week. That's my catch-up XP. Me, you. Uh, I haven't been up to much. I've just been working. Yeah. Um, <laughs> my normal hobby stuff. I've been playing a lot of Fortnite. The new season came out. It's pretty fun. I uh, just unlocked the Doom Slayer today. They got him on the battle pass. Pretty fucking sick. Uh, oh shit! Wait, they also put, put the Doom like Slayer on the battle pass. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they they the let fuck? you get like the the crucible blade as a pickaxe too, so you're swinging it around and shit. What the fuck? That's My it. game what is gnarly, fuck? dog. It's Ready Player um, One, the video game. <laughs> literally, they have yeah, something quite, for everybody. Yeah. It's really fun. I I unironically started playing the game when the when the arcane event happened. Jinx was like the first skin that I got. <laughs> when I got the game, and uh. They they just put the my hero characters in there too. They got Deku, oh shit, Uraraka, I think is how you pronounce Uraraka. it. And then yeah, Uraraka, and then Bakugo, and All Might. <laughs> of course, of course. <laughs> but yeah, it's a uh, it's pretty sick. Yeah. That's all I've been up to. I haven't really been doing much, and also playing League of Legends. But we'll <laughs> talk more about that later. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I have not been up to too much this week. Um, I played a little bit of League. Not too much. I think I played like 10 games over the weekend. And about 9 of those games were singed mid. I'm yes, really enjoying sir. that right now. Maybe not 10 games, but like 6, 7. I know 90% of them were singed mid. I really love that pick right now. Um, he's also, he also feels broken. Um, but other than that, uh, at work, I've been watching a lot of Breaking Bad. I think I started season four earlier this week, and I am—I have two episodes left for the whole series. I think it's five seasons, two parts of season five. But it is really fucking good. Um, I've been playing a lot of Hearthstone as usual because got to keep my rank. Uh, I've been experimenting with new decks, and I've got a Warhammer tournament tomorrow. Though it is not forty yeah. k, it is Age of Sigmar. Ooh. Um, Sigma I'm trying learning that game. And I'm building a model during the podcast. Uh, it is Eidolon of Mathlin, something for the Eidolon Thief, and I don't know how to say it, but it looks cool. It's a guy with like a big tidal wave cape. Okay, is it like a? Is it the same kind of army rules, or is it yeah rules for that? It's a, from what I know, I haven't played too much. From what I know, it's a little bit different. You don't get like strength or toughness characteristics. You get to hit. To wound and then your save characteristic so it's a, you don't have to ask your opponent what to roll every single uh, time you want to roll it's pretty convenient. um yeah for sure well, it looks fun i mean i've got pieces for skaven which are i'm sure you know skaven of the rats army. yeah <laughs> yeah uh, but i'm not playing skaven tomorrow. i'm doing the guy they're just sea elves basically Ooh, um, i would that. like to play elves yeah, elves are sick. I actually got elves in 4K that I've been working on for the Dark Elves tutorial. 
Uh, and craft rules. I've been more of an elf person thing. normally. I know uh, nothing about Warhammer. <laughs> <laughs> well, maybe you will soon with the new show. That oh, yeah. Yo, wait, oh, that's, yeah, yeah, like, yeah, 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 yeah. That's like one true. of the things I wanted to bring up. Henry Cavill was... That was officially Huge. announced today. It's been a running joke in the community that fucking Henry Cavill will be like Lupe like Gilliman or something in like 40k. But that's a reality. That's, that's scary. Reality, I hope Amazon doesn't fuck up. <laughs> oh my god, no. With, they, what they uh, did with Wheel of I Time, I'm sure they will this. fuck up. I heard they have Maybe. like actual games workshop yeah, like concept games workshop artists and been designer real. people that are part with all their of, stuff. Yeah. Yeah. And they're a part of the whole project as well. So hopefully they're getting like story elements and stuff straight from the tab. Yeah, hopefully. <laughs> like I don't know if it'll deviate and fuck anything up. Yeah, I don't know if it'll be like a set storyline that's already established, or it'll be like an original storyline set in the universe. I hope and that they just start the from the of... beginning, and it's just the slowest, oh, God. most boring <laughs> series in the world, and I'm gonna love every second of it. God. Yes, sir. <laughs> um. Yeah, and then the other thing is the there's a trailer this morning I saw for the new Pokemon. Is oh Ash yeah, yeah, yeah. Ash is Ash, Ash is done, bro. Ash is technically done. There's a final chapter to him that's coming on Netflix. There's a new that fucking cool. protagonist. There's a new main character. Yeah. I don't know if it's continuous or if it'll be like I heard this is like one off thing for every season. But I saw that it might be Ash's daughter. Yeah, that's one thing I was talking about with my friends like. That'd be cool if we could see grown-up versions of like all the characters, like a grown-up Dawn or something like oh my Brock, God. old man Brock. Oh, dude! I <laughs> swear to God, old man Brock is just Jiraiya. <laughs> He's is actually just Ash fucking Jiraiya. A recent thing. Oh my God! Do what? Is grown-up Ash a recent? Dude, thing? he hasn't grown up. He's still a child. <laughs> yeah, he's still technically. I think he just doesn't age in the. I in thought the... like they just now, like chronologically. I think they might age him for the new one. I really hope they do. I really, yeah. I'm pretty sure. Please give me, please give me old man Ash. I've always I, had like that as a back thought in the back of my mind, but never gave it any more thought. Like, what if yeah. Ash grew up? That's te- it could be a reality, which is crazy. I saw yeah. this um, fucking fan art of Ash on his fucking deathbed, holding what? his like as an old man holding his finger out with Pikachu holding Ash's finger, and the caption was just like, "I told you that we would be friends forever," and then he flatlines and fucking dies. I wept. I wept when I saw that, bro. (laughs) Do not send me that. I will weep. Dude, no, I was in tears (laughs) when I first saw that, dude. Yeah, no, it actually fucked me up so much. It reminds me of, like, the really distasteful, funny, but also fucked up Full Metal Alchemist memes that have been made. Those are (laughs) fucked up, too. Jesus. Yeah, part of me wonders if it's going to be, like, a new mascot Pokemon. My like, if it is, my bets are on Eevee because oh, they've been maybe. trying to do that, that with like sense. the Let's Go games because it's Pikachu and Eevee, and there's like Eevee's just all over the merchandise now. That'd be cool. I see. Do they not? But do, do they do, do that what? with Pokemon Dungeon? Who was Pokemon who? Mystery Dungeon? Yeah. Uh, it depends on which game, though. As the player character in those games, you the ones that I played. These are my favorite games of all time, so I, I know exactly what you're talking about, but, like, I think yeah, I played Explorers of Time and Explorers of Sky. You did a little personality test. It would actually give you a Pokemon based on your personality, so, like, oh. if you had, like, a, a relaxed, lazy personality, then you'd be a Munchax, or, like, 
you had a go get them personality. It'd be like a real loom or a tortic or something. I was a munchlax, by the way. <laughs> I was gonna say, like, imagine being the motherfucker going like, man, I'm about to get like the coolest fucking Pokemon. I'm gonna be like the, I'm gonna be a fucking Gengar. I'm gonna be dope up. as fuck. And then it's just like, here's I... munchlax. <laughs> Yeah, I rerolled so much when I was a kid, and then I was like, "Fuck it!" I got Munchlax like seven out of ten times. I'm just gonna do this. Take good. <laughs> Take this, yeah. you fat, lazy bastard! You get to be yeah. Munchlax. I'm crying. Yeah, but the mystery dungeon games—it's been a while since I made any. But yeah, I mean, I haven't been up to too much this week. Those were two big things that happened just this morning for me. It's the fucking Henry Cavill thing. I'm excited for. That's exciting. It's really um, cool. Yeah, I want to see. How, I want to. I hope it doesn't take too long. But me yeah. too. But that's it. All right, sick, sick. Sounds like we all had a, you know, pretty interesting weeks. Uh, but we're not here to talk about ourselves. We're here to talk about League of Legends, right? So let's go ahead and jump into our very first segment of team chat, which is patch notes we got patch notes we got patch notes 12.23b baby that's what we're talking about right now that's going to be the first topic it's of the scary. day we always love patch notes patch notes are my favorite time of the year uh 12.23 so part two yep exactly the 12.23 the patching not, <laughs> not the last patch that we said was going to be the last yeah, this, the, yeah. <laughs> i mean it's not like this a full patch, patch. it's like the last the, one yeah this is like the last marks. last one though yeah the, the, they're not doing anything else until the season actually officially begins um After this one? yeah gotcha so let's take a look so patch 12.23b uh we got one champion getting buffed we got a couple champions <laughs> getting nerfed and then we got a couple champion adjustments and system nerfs, it looks like. Uh, so, just looking at the very beginning, our very first and our only buff of the game is Lux! Lux is getting uh -oh. a buff, guys! Her AP Neither ratio is increased, players. and her uh, ultimate AP ratio is increased, because that's what Lux needed. Yes. yes. Um, <laughs> More damage. Bro, like, honestly, I feel like the point of this change is like, yeah, like, when, when they officially release the notes, they're going to be like, yeah, no, we want to, like, but, like, Lux is just too oppressive in the bot lane. We want to make sure that she can bring, uh, that she can be a stronger laner uh, for the mid lane. And I was just like, I'm pretty sure that's what they're going to say. And he's like, that's not going to help her mid lane at all. This is, this yeah. is a support buff. I've been, I've been playing, I haven't actually been playing that much Lux. But every single Lux game that I've played, we've won. Because we just... It's impossible for the enemy bot lane to do anything. Like, this champion yeah. is so fucking oppressive. And then buffing it, I I honestly don't understand why they would buff ADCs this champion. are just gonna get one shot even harder. It's just gonna be even worse down there. Yeah, like, I can play the lane fucking poorly and then still win lane because I'm just playing Lux. Like, that's, that's, yep. the, that's the abhorrent thing. Like, I inted into a lane, like, I think yesterday, last night playing Lux, and then we just won the lane anyways. Um, how, the, how it goes. Yeah, I don't know why they're buffing this champion, I'm not gonna lie. But that's the only <laughs> buff that we got, because uh, not like any other champion needs to be touched or anything like that. But let's go ahead and nope. go into the nerf. So the first nerf that I got here on my list is gonna be Zed. Uh, looks like he's just getting his damages reduced, and his, uh, his E cooldown is gonna get increased. Uh, I think Zed is really strong. I think yeah, nerfing I this champion is good. Yeah, on singed mid, and I that's agree. a matchup I usually win, but I didn't do too hot. Well, I, I played two games against him last night. One I did good, one I did bad. It definitely felt not good to face right now. Yeah, this champion is really fucking good right now. Like, 
this uh, he's he's good in the jungle and he's good in mid lane and he's just like super oppressive and he's pretty safe for an assassin i would say yeah like, alarmingly safe yeah Agreed. i remember the when difference... zed was like dog shit too <laughs> so the difference yeah. is like mass like huge massive change yeah the speed that he can go from being out of a situation to one-shotting you is kind of crazy yep yep yeah or doing both <laughs> exactly especially because like, like crazy he's one of those champions that can abuse hydra really easily because it's like yes he doesn't have the best wave clear in the game, so it is kind of easy to push him under turret without having him wasting his W cooldown, which is, like, his most precious cooldown in his kit. And then it's like, I'm just going to build a Tiamat, and then I can clear the wave instantaneously, and then I can leave lane, or I can just kill you because I have a fuck ton of AD. And, yeah. like, rushing Ravenous. You can build Bork on Zed, and it's actually, like, not bad at all either. And he is like he and he has like uh Sorel yeah Sorelda I can speak words um so he has like honestly three of the strongest items in the game in my opinion and then on top of that like Prowler's Claw is I think really really fucking good and Zed abuses that item really well as well so I think these nerfs are good I'm happy to see him getting nerfed um they're not the biggest nerfs in the world but I am happy to see them saying like acknowledging that this champion is really strong right now yeah. and trying to like cool that off a little bit i think nerfing ravenous better would have hit him harder than this he would have hit a fuck ton of champions harder is what yeah, it would have hit a lot of <laughs> yeah. um thumbs up for me yeah it's a good it's a good nerf it's a good nerf um next up on the list is ramus looks like his w base armor and uh base magic resist are going to be uh reduced and then his cooldown is going to be increased when they changed ramus when they changed his ultimate it was really good when they made it so that his w no longer self slows himself that's also really fucking good but the amount of times that since the new items have come out that i've watched a ramus press w stand still and watch an 80 carry kill themselves auto attacking him is absurd <laughs> like this champion is just ridiculous like he's a super linear champion i don't think he's particularly oppressive but when he does get ahead if if there is an God. opportunity for ramus to get ahead it feels like the worst thing in the world <laughs> <laughs> for yeah, anybody playing an auto attack champion playing, yeah. yeah depending on the auto attack champion or ad you're playing like <laughs> picking picking that champion before they get to pick ramus is just not fun <laughs> i had a i had an ad twitch in one of my games and he ulted and then ramus taunted him and then he killed himself yeah, so... <laughs> I saw Belveth three shot herself oh. one time on a Ramus. I yeah. was like, yo. It's, it's ugly. Wild. It is ugly right now. This champion is really fucking good. So I'm happy that they're that they're making him just slightly squishier when he presses yeah. that W. So maybe he gets punished a little bit more and can't just stand still and kill somebody. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh next up on the nerf list, we got Mundo. He's got a whole bunch of stuff changing because when they changed Mundo, they were like, Wow, this we this he's fucking broken, guys. Whoops, our bad. Uh looks like his base health regen is getting reduced, his passive HP loss is getting increased, his passive max HP regen is getting reduced, his Q HP cost is uh being changed from 60 at all levels to now be scaling with levels. Uh so he's starting at 50 and then going up to 90. And then the uh the EHP cost is being changed as well. Uh he's gonna get uh 
reduced at earlier levels, but increased at later levels. And then his ultimate cooldown is getting increased as well. Um, yeah, I'm Mundo's just strong right now, man. I don't yeah. know. Like, yeah. the champion's I, just good. I, agree with this nerd <laughs> I played because... Jax. Oh, you go ahead. Uh, yeah, I don't think I didn't see him in a game since he got changed. Or, like, his, yeah. like little change that he got. I, I've seen him every game. Yeah. <laughs> he's kind of crazy. Whether he's in jungle or top lane, I've seen him. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Even like, mid, maybe. Oh, yeah, I've been yeah. seeing a lot of Mundo mid, actually. <laughs> don't get me started. Oh, no. That one hurts to see. Uh, yeah, I've played Jax the other day. I don't remember if it was this week or the other week, but played Jax and Amundo. I killed him first blood and then was not able to do anything to him at all, and he just won every 1v1 from that point on. And That's it fun. hurt, because I thought I could fight him at certain points, but I just did nothing to him. Yeah, no. It's a little it's... absurd. You have to hit. You have to hit really big power spikes to be able to do damage to Mundo, because at some yeah. point, he just becomes... He just starts uh, checking HP wall. <laughs> yeah, he just becomes yeah. an HP wall that you have to burst down. And if you can't burst them, just come back later until you can. He's a walking barracks. Or bring more people. He's, he's literally a walking fucking objective, is what he is. Yeah, he has the same much, HP as like Baron and Elder Dragon, man. He's walking around he's at the, you. the one super fed teammate who can solo him, but you have to get like three people minimum normally. Yeah. yeah. To do that shit. Yeah, it's you... either people stack or be fed. Yeah. yeah, but either way, I'm pretty sure he'll he'll just he'll just be an HP sponge. Yeah, yeah. I mean that is his entire identity. Um, yeah, but he has been pretty absurd. He has been like I would say like probably eighty percent of all my games. There's been a Mundo either seen or banned. Um, For sure. Yeah. So I'm really happy to see that they're gonna be nerfing this champion. Um, I think the nerfs are like not super substantial at, at like at certain things, but. I like seeing that his base health regen growth is being reduced. That is ha- that makes me happy. Um, but other than that, like I don't know if these changes are really gonna do very much, but maybe we'll see. It, it basically, it looks like they're just kind of like nerfing his sustain, so he can't like abuse laning phases as hard as he normally could. Uh, but moving on, the next champion to get a nerf is gonna be Janna. Uh, it looks like her passive bonus movement speed is getting reduced, and her E bonus AD is being reduced. Um, yeah, I guess. I mean, I think Janna's been pretty strong, personally. I yeah. I, I played a lot yeah, of Janna. I, um, I don't know if there are. I don't know if there is a such thing as good and bad Janna players because a champion is not difficult in any like scope of the imagination. But Some people make her look hard, man. There are people that make you. this champion look very difficult. You are, you are, <laughs> that is fair. Um, but I, I know what you mean. She's too really linear. Yeah, she has a very linear playstyle. You know exactly what she wants to do. Um, but like, she is like pretty oppressive in the bot lane, in my experience, since I've been playing a lot more of her. Um, I haven't been playing as much of her because her playstyle is like, like I said, pretty linear, and like I don't really want to play a ton of a Janna all the time. Uh, only when I'm in like certain AD matchups, but I don't know. I like the changes. I think Janna is pretty pretty strong right now. I think she's one of the best solo queue supports for sure. Um, yeah, she's like one of the, if not probably the best disengage in the game. Just yeah. so many tools. Yeah, I agree. Um, but that's gonna be the last champion I'm gonna talk about, and this next one is all yeah. Susan. So I'm gonna pass it over to you. 
Uh, Neela got nerfed and also buffed. Uh, they just made some changes for her. So her Q80 ratio got reduced. Her Q crit amplifier increased from her percent crit chance. And the Q healing increased also from her percent crit chance. The ultimate damage over time ratio was reduced. The ultimate total damage ratio is reduced. And the ultimate healing is reduced from her crit chance percentage. Uh, it's taking a lot less power out of her ultimate and putting it in your Q, which is interesting. I, mm. I think the ultimate power in this champion lies behind her being able to sit behind a champion and just Q somebody. So putting more power in your Q is interesting. Um, because she, if she... Ideal situation, she doesn't dive in alone, but her, like, e-ultimating into a team is not an ideal situation that you want to be doing in the first place. Hmm. Even though, like, following up with stuff, it, it can be really, really strong. I think Neela's pretty strong. I mean, we played a couple of games of Neela uh, where we were abusing... <laughs> we were abusing a neela Sejuani yeah, yeah. combo, so it was, honest, it was actually oh. just kind of disgusting. Was she melee? Yeah, yep. yeah, she's a melee AD carry. Yeah, so we okay. actually we, right, we actually just it. shat on their like the bot lanes that we played against because it's just like it was pretty strong. Yeah, into melee wow. supports, it's just super fucking abusable because the fuck are they gonna do? It's <laughs> a Sichuani Nila, um, but I I don't know. Yeah, I I have I such she mixed is, feelings about Nila sure. to be honest. Yeah, I've not seen her very often. Me too. I've not I, seen her very often at all. Ever since her release, so I, I have no opinion on how that champ works or, or she's because she's woman. melee, she's just hard to pick, yeah, yeah, especially in bot lane. So, like, so much about getting priority right now, we're like pushing and pushing and pushing the, the wave and like constantly being able to have like the support roam for plays and take priority over bot side for dragon and shit. Like, it's so important to do these things, so it's right. like. Is having a melee eighty carry that good? <laughs> like you just kind of want to be pushing the entire time. <laughs> Whereas, in if you're getting beat up the lane the entire time, and you're getting your lane pushed yeah. in on the use. Yeah, not it. Yeah, that's an uh, interesting change for sure. Yeah. So the next up is Hecarim. His Q damage amplifier stack got reduced. Uh, good change on Hecarim. I think he's been really, really strong lately, especially with Ravenous Hydra combo. Yes. And Shoujin. <laughs> think... Oh my fucking <laughs> yeah. god, yep. In, <laughs> in Shoujin and... What is that last item? The the tank item. Jokshou. Jokshou? Yeah. That item, too. Honestly, I haven't good. been seeing a lot of Jokshou Hecarim. I've been seeing the one-shot Hecarim build, it where it's time. like... He goes Dust ravenous Blade. into Duskblade. Yeah, and he has like a Mana yeah, Mune. I've seen that. And he just E's somebody and then they both disappear because the one person he eat is dead and then he's invisible. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> it is that so was what ridiculous. I saw at first. Yeah. That's what I experienced when I was playing uh, Varus. But recently I've been oh, seeing yeah. a lot of like uh, ravenous Hydra jock show builds, like trying to build tank. Hecarim. Oh, yeah. And like maybe a a death dance. What did what did I see recently? I think it was Duskblade, Death Dance, Ravenous, 
And then I think trying to go oh, like Sherelda's or something or some other lethality item. Fun. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Fun with the capital F, U, and N. <laughs> uh, next is Lilia. Her passive base damage got reduced. Next is her Q base. Her Q magic damage got reduced, and the outer edge true damage got reduced as well. So fuck this champion, man. Yeah, she just does less damage now. Her Q and her passive, which just, is just a hit to all of her abilities, essentially. It's AP Hecarim. That's all she is. <laughs> yeah, that's Pretty all much. what it feels like. You got the same exact nerve. <laughs> Put Darius Q and Hecarim. Yeah. I mean, Next honestly, just fuck is... both of those champions. I, I'm happy yeah, to see them get nerfed. Any, any like thoughts Darius. on the oh, wait. buffs and nerfs as a whole? Before we move on to... I think they're mostly good changes. Some yeah. of them are a little bit interesting to me, like the Neela change, but... Lux, yeah, I mean, didn't I guess need to get we'll buffed. See. That's true. I, it's I, so I funny. I think of like three or four other champions that could get buffed instead, and they would be better off for it. See, you know what? I, I'm just going to go into a Caitlyn craze because we're just going to play Caitlyn Lux every game. Dude, our because... Caitlyn Lux is disgusting. We don't yeah, lose. We literally we cannot lose. lose. And um, it's either we pick or ban it, so. Yeah, it's it's an unlosable bot lane, man. And honestly, I think rather than banning Caitlyn, we just ban Lux. Yeah, because <laughs> yeah, yeah. I can play Karma with Caitlyn, honestly, and it'd be like right. a similar, similar thing. And Lux is just a so fucking oppressive, man. Right, right. And Lux enables Caitlyn pretty well. They enable each other pretty well. Yeah, That's yeah. True. I could play like Morg or Karma if you want to do Caitlyn. Like, we we can talk about that later off podcast. Yeah, yeah, you for know. sure, for sure. Uh, next is the champion and system adjustments. Udir is the champion on this list. I think singular. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> uh, his W E and ultimate mana cost got reduced. His Q damage got reduced. No. Um, the empowered Q damage got reduced. And the Q on him, it, on hit damage got changed. Let's see, is that? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, it's just a increase. Um, the ultimate base damage per second got increased. So what I saw is that they're taking power out of the one-shot Prowler's Udyr. Let's go! They're nerfing Udyr! <laughs> I have a friend that's more... not going to be very happy about this. <laughs> yeah, putting him more into his ultimate, but also reducing his other mana cost. So, like, he's going to be I spamming Prowlers stuff more often. Nuts, but, like, even we'll see on, like, normal AD builds, that shit does so much of your health. Like, that's I've great. seen... I've never seen Udyr do that much fucking damage. And he will walk up and just, like, one-shot anybody in the game with his Q if he has enough Yeah, it's, it's, like, a whole nother level of respect that you gotta put on. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Like, when, it, when a Prowler's Udyr just starts running at you. I saw... Because he'll ignore CC and shit, one-shot you, and then walk away. I saw a Prowler's, like, the like the one-shot Udyr build run under second-tier mid-turret. Under first tier mid turret, one shot a full HP Vladimir with a Zonia's and a second item, and then just walk away like nothing happened. <laughs> and I, I was and like, season six How the fuck is that okay? <laughs> it's not. That's how it's not. It's really not. <laughs> I'm glad 
for one to see it get changed, but like I'll miss seeing my friend just say, watch this and then one shot whoever he fucking wants. Watch this. <laughs> That's fucked up. Oh my woman. It never gets old. Noni. <laughs> yeah. That is crazy. Nah, fuck Udyr, man. The champion is unbalanced. Agreed, um, agreed. Uh, next is the item changes. So Lord Dominic Cigar has got a really cool change that I like. The Giant Slayer bonus damage got increased a whole 10%. And the health difference for maximum Giant Slayer damage got increased 500 health. Which is pretty cool. Yeah. Uh, it'll definitely... Good. I don't <laughs> I don't know if it'll incentivize people that don't build it already to build it to build it. Yeah, that's it, it'll just make the characters that already build it stronger, which I'm glad because the characters that have to go down the Lord Dom's choice rather than the Bork choice are pretty lacking right now. Yeah. Um so this is a this is a good buff to Lord Dom's. I we really need this with the tank meta that's going around. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Storm Razor, which is an item I don't really build that often. I don't think anybody but, fucking um, builds this item. I'm not yeah, gonna lie to you. Not anymore. Yeah, it used to be popular I, back in the day, but yeah, I feel like it, there's just other items that would just give you more value. Than Storm yeah. Razor, but the attack damage on it got increased, which is cool. I miss when yeah. Storm Razor gave <laughs> movement speed. Yeah. That I didn't was the know best. That was the thing. See, I didn't Mo- even build it when it came out. <laughs> Dude, it was it was Storm Razor, four IEs on Jin with Halo Blades. Jesus it was, Christ. Yeah, it was, it was so fucking stupid. Oh it was so dumb. Get, yeah, does it not give the guaranteed crit or does it still do that? Uh, I mean, it's I, it's it's a guaranteed crit, but I like, think it's like a it, it's yeah. a charge up. It's a charge up. Right, it's the charge for it. Yeah, so yeah. it's like that would like same way that like rapid fire cannon works. Where I think you walk around and you got the charge, and then you would auto attack somebody and then just get a fucking shit ton of movement speed. Yep. And then with Halo Blades, Jin, it was just like one, two, three. Yeah. <laughs> like, what the fuck? That is hilarious. <laughs> what the hell? <laughs> Uh, so next for the system nerfs, Moss Stomper got their shield reduced. Got him. Um, let's see, Jungle Gold. Let's uh, gold let's toss it over to Micro. I think. Oh yeah. Yeah, because there's there, there's not okay. that much left. So let's let's let Micro finish gotcha. off the the rest of the patch notes. Work. You want me yeah, to start from the top? Or you want me yeah. to? Yeah. Yeah. No, I don't no, know no. how. No, just 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 start from Jungle Gold. That's fine. Jungle Gold. Okay. Uh, all right. Uh, yeah, we're getting a little bit of a change to jungle gold. Uh, you're getting a little bit less gold retreat. Uh, getting a little bit less gold. It looks like just overall, uh, like everything in the game. Yeah. Uh, for most of the smaller stuff, but and stuff like your red buff and blue buff, it's only about five to five at max gold, I think. But it's still jungle just a change. Are quaking. Jungle mains are quaking. This is true. I mean, the roll is fucking broken. <laughs> <laughs> I agree. Mm-hmm. Um, and then against epic monsters, your jungle companion damage, uh, jungle companion damage reduction is reduced by about ten percent. Um, interesting. <laughs> I mean, jungle is just. A Not broken sure how roll. much that'll change. 
Yeah, yeah so it'll, it'll I guess it'll just stuff change down. clear speed or affect the health of your clears. Yeah. And then next up, we've got a change to Jack Show. Uh, that annoying new void oh, item God. that I love on Singed. Um, <laughs> the, the cost is going up by 100. Um, that affects the combined cost, of course. And reducing the resist that you get per stack, which Thank. reduces it overall by an 8. Thank fucking God. Golly. Thank yeah, just... fucking hurt. God. This item is so broken, man. It is it's so good. It's not fair. This item is not fair. Maybe it'll be a little bit more fair now. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe yeah. I won't build it on Singed. Yeah, this, this item is it, it, it costs more and it and it does less. I'm thankful. It costs more, does less. I'm thankful for this because watching literally any champion build Jock Show and then just become fucking unkillable is just absurd. It's it's yeah. it is flat yeah, out the unfair. Just, the item just gave way too much stats. Yeah. Yeah. Um, next up, Tiamat, uh, the cleave AD ratio is being reduced. Uh, and then Ravenous Hydra, you lose 60% of your stacks on death rather than half of them. And the cleave AD ratio is reduced by the same amount as it was on Tiamat. Um, good change. Yeah. I guess more nerfs for Ravenous Hydra is always appreciated in today's it's meta. Still is the still one that broken. I want to see, bro. Yeah, that's true. I, I mean, like, it's... Zed's getting mega nerfed here because he's getting... Just base nerf and then what his revenue's hydra is going down because he yeah TM both says that base no just like first up that listen, yeah listen reduce all of this like take all of these ravenous changes back double and just take off <laughs> the the abilities procking <laughs> the this cleave you know what because yeah. you get propped by like three cleaves depending on like what character you're playing against it's just it's, it's cool novel at first but man is it good yeah Jim like it, it's fine just... on like auto attack resets you know abilities that make sense like a, yeah. a fiora q hitting in a, a, q, a minion yeah. and procking it like that makes sense but like Range zed champ. q oh, going man. through a wave and procking the entire Jim can one shot Ravenous away Hydra. with W, man. Yeah, no, I don't think that should happen. Ooh. I think the damage on the on the cleave would be perfectly fine if it wasn't procking six times in a fight. Yeah. Yeah. What is it? If you watch like, or maybe even give the proc a cooldown for your abilities, or that Something too. Like yeah. That. Yeah, that would be nice actually. Put the put the active back on it. That's true. I would love that. Oh yeah. fuck yeah! Give that. Turn to on me. the active. It lasts for like ten seconds, maybe, and then Boom. it's on cooldown for like thirty seconds. Yeah. There you go. Yeah, that's actually we fixed it. Yeah, we fixed it. We fixed League of Legends, guys. We fixed League of Legends. Get us on the balance. <laughs> <team. laughs> <laughs> all right. Yeah, all right. I think that's all the changes for this patch. Yeah, those are all the patch notes, guys. You have any like? overall thoughts about this patch this mini patch uh, as as it is the last one that we're gonna get in preseason i'm glad uh, good targeted changes especially yeah agree yeah yeah, yeah it's good, good that they targeted these champs because they are just taking over too much it, yeah and, like, so they, they, they target the carries a little bit too much and it just it makes the game hard to come back from when your carries are just getting dumpstered when you're trying to make an advantage for them in any kind of way, shape, or form. Yeah. 
<sighs> I, I still don't know why they buff Lux. That's my only question mark pain. <laughs> and I'm not going to stop talking forward. about it. Add <laughs> sins to the list. Do not. Do I was that. gonna say I look Please forward to getting one shot by it, but I'm, we're baiting or picking it, so oh, yeah. I can't even say that. Yeah, true, 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 true. <laughs> I'm not getting one shot. <laughs> All right. Well, that's gonna be patch of twelve point two three B. Uh, so let's move on to our next team chat topic. So this is a little bit of <clears throat> solemn news uh, that happened. We are losing, not necessarily losing, but another League of Legends great is gonna be taking a little bit of a break here. So Duin B over from the LPL, uh, world champion mid laner in like 2019, I think is the year that he won, uh, is going to be mm-hmm. taking a little bit of break from uh, League of Legends. So this year uh, he was on LNG and he was honestly, LNG looks really fucking good. Like it, it, unironically, like I know that you guys probably didn't watch any LPL, but yeah. LNG <laughs> looks really strong and they honestly probably should have went to worlds over RNG to be honest um but they tragically just got shit on um and doen b is actually my favorite player in the lpl he's one of my favorite players in general because he has a very unique play style and he's very very funny and he has like a very nice personality so he's just one of those players that i follow because he's like he's a silly funny goofy dude that also leaks a ton of information all the time (laughs) that's kind of fun funny um (laughs) but he is going to be taking a little bit of a break and there was a translation that came out that said, and I'm going to read the translation out word for word. And he says, I lost confidence after this year. Last year, you asked me if I could take a bunch of younger talents to Worlds. I would say yes. Now I won't say so. So after talking with the team, I've decided to rest and regain confidence. So I think, I mean, I, I think it's good for him. I think him taking a break, maybe trying his hand at like streaming a lot more. Is going to be really fun. Um, yeah. And I, I think as long as like it's his decision to make here is, is the important thing. It's not a team saying like, hey, so like nobody fucking wants you because you're a washed loser. Get out of here. As long as it's him being like, yeah, no, I I've lost confidence. I don't feel as, as strongly as I did two or three or four years ago. And I want to regain that confidence and come back even stronger next year or something like that. I, I hope yeah, I hope he comes I back. I hope he comes because back because that's that's a testament to like how good of a mental you've reached, where you can look at yourself and make a choice to sit back and try to improve. Yeah. You know, like it, that's a really good humble mindset to have. Yeah, for sure. Very. Ha- I'm yeah, I'm sad know. to see that he won't be in LPL, but I'm happy to see that he's taking care of himself. Agreed, yeah. yeah. And he'll come back even better later. Yeah. I never followed him too much because like I know the name of course, but I never followed him too much, so it is still it's still sad to hear that, of course. But by the way you put it, it sounds like he'd be a great start streaming personality. Yeah, I, I honestly if if you haven't checked out Doing B before, definitely check him out. Definitely check this guy out. He's super fun to watch. Like obviously he's talking in Chinese, so I I mean Korean. Korean and Chinese, because he's a Korean player that moved to LPL. Um yeah. I I obviously can't understand everything he's saying, but uh, yeah, there are people who do translations for like his his uh, live stream sometimes. So they'll be like, they'll be like, um, fucking like just just translation notes from like certain statements that are that are particularly notable from some of these LPL outlets, which is really cool. Yeah. Um, but 
yeah, I mean, that's all I have to say about Doin B. I'm happy to see that he's going to be taking care of himself. He is uh, well-deserved well-deserved rest for this. Uh, honestly, I would say one of the best one of the best League of Legends players in the history of the game at this point. Uh, moving on, the next topic I have here is the Demacia Cup. So the Demacia Cup started, and if you don't know what the Demacia Cup is, it's really, really cool. It is uh, essentially a Chinese tournament that they hold every year uh, in the offseason where all the LPL orgs and, like, a bunch of amateur teams essentially just play in this mini, just all-Chinese tourney. Um, and there are, like, three stages to it. And it started up this week, and I'm excited to see what happens. I, I obviously can't watch it live all the time. Uh, there is, like, there is an English co-stream that you can watch on Twitch, but it, it is at ungodly hours for us over here in yeah, na so, <laughs> it, it's not it's much easier to catch vods than it is to actually watch it live um yeah. but it is a, a fun and very cool tournament so essentially the way that it works is that there are three stages the first stage is what we're in right now stage three uh is gonna uh, i mean stage one excuse me i'm a, I'm a mental patient uh stage one there's gonna be like 16 teams competing and it's going to be a bunch of, like, amateur teams and, like, independent organizations uh, that are all just trying to get, like, the top three spots, I think. And the top three spots advance to stage two. In stage two, it is a bunch of LPL, like, like the actual LPL teams. There's 13 of the LPL teams and the top three from stage one advance. So all the amateurs from stage one advance. Um, yeah. And then they play a bunch of, like, I don't exactly know the format, um, but essentially they, they they play a bunch of fucking games, and then the top four advance from stage two to stage three, where there are eight teams, and essentially the four top LPL teams. So this year it would be JDG, TES, uh, EDG, and RNG would play against the four teams that advance from stage two, and they play. Um, single eliminations and then and then like best of fives um and then and then somebody wins i mean it's it's just a cool like tournament to see like up and coming yeah, chinese cool. i've never actually like, heard of it yeah it, it's cool to see like up and coming chinese talent um so that's going to be interesting to see i agree um you you can usually like scout some good players you, know, you can see somebody and be like oh that guy's that guy's pretty fucking good. We should take a look He's at him. He's going places. Yeah, that yeah. guy's going places, right? Um, definitely, I would I would recommend taking a look at some vods if if you have any interest in seeing some some uh some of the best League of Legends in the world. To be honest, um, yeah. But that started up the first the first week of stage one happened, and I don't know the names of the teams that won. Look. Uh, and I'm not going to go over them, actually, because I, I don't know anything about these organizations because they're a bunch of amateur teams, and I don't know anything about them, but I will be sure to look into them more once we get into Stage 2, and I can look into the top three orgs that way. Yeah. Um, but that's it for Demasi Cup. Definitely a cool tournament to look out for if you have any interest in that. Um, now, the biggest news of the week is going to be this next topic that we have here in Team Chat, which is the change to the LCS schedule. 
Now, this article came out, and there's, there's a bunch of changes that's happening. It's not just LCS that's changing. LEC is getting a schedule change. LPL is getting a schedule change. And LCK is getting a schedule change with format changes for LEC and uh, LCK, I believe. Um, but all four major regions are getting some sort of change in schedule. Uh, but the big one is LCS. Like in terms of like how much is going to potentially impact their leagues as a whole, the LC the LCS change is the biggest one. So essentially, <clears throat> TLDR, LCS is moving to weekday schedules, and they will no longer be played on week uh, weekends unless it is a finals. I believe. I believe LCS finals is taking place on a weekend. Um, but it's going to be Thursdays and Fridays starting at 12 p.m. Uh, Pacific. So that's 3 p.m. Eastern time. Gotcha. 3 p.m. Oof. Yeah. So... <laughs> I mean, that's like... How are people going to watch if you have a job? Exactly. Exactly. So the overall community sentiment so far has been pretty negative. It's been a lot of negative backlash, I would say. Um, because everyone's basically saying the same exact thing. Number one, yeah. where the fuck did you get any of this information? Because... Like, Riot kept saying, like, oh, 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 you know, like, we, we, we did a whole bunch of, like, surveys, and we got a whole bunch of information, we got a whole bunch of data points. It's like, where are these data points coming where? from, man? Where? Cite your <laughs> fucking sources, please. Because I, I don't know where any anything. of this information is coming from. Um, X amount of people that watch pro play. I, I think, and, like, I, I know some people speculated, and they said, like, I think they're just getting this from just general Twitch viewership. And it's like, they're either getting it from Twitch viewership or they're getting it from Eastern Asian viewership. And Eastern Asian teams have been playing on weekdays in the past and the viewership is fine. But like, it's a completely different fucking culture over there where they yeah. people will spend the time during their week to watch these teams play because they're like considered like idols over over there. And over here in NA, that's just not how that fucking works. Right. Um... I have a lot of things to say about this. I have a lot of reaction to this. I've been watching LCS for a very long time. I love the LCS. Yeah. I adore watching the best League of Legends get played at any given point in time. Um, and I know that you two are both kind of new to the professional scene. Uh, but mm -hmm. just kind of based off of this, like, how do you guys have any like initial gut reactions to this? I think that's uh, really unfair to people. And it's just... Yeah. It's... It's interesting. Like, obviously, I'm a fringe case because I work evening shift. This mm -hmm. time will work out for me because it is, quite honestly, the perfect time for me to watch it. But like I said, I'm a fringe case. It's going to affect a majority of people, and a majority of people aren't going to be able to watch it because most people are working at this time, of course, including me. But, you know, I, get, I have night shift, so then again, I can watch it in the free time that I get because... I have a lot of free time during my job, which is not, you know, I'm watching Bring Bad and all that shit right now, but like, I don't know. It does not seem like a good change. And I agree with everybody. Like, it just does not seem very viable, especially like, this doesn't seem like they want to grow it anymore. I don't know. Is the goal ultimately to like start earlier to be able to show more games? So the, <clears throat> the reason they put behind it is they didn't want overlap between like their own broadcast. So on the weekend schedules, the LEC is being played on the weekend. The VCT, which is the Valorant Champions uh, series, is getting played. And LCS is getting played. 
And not only that, yeah. is VCT America, the Valorant competitive scene for America, doesn't have a, a studio. So what they're doing is they're changing the LCS studio into the Riot Games studio, and they're moving the VCT in there. Um, uh. So essentially, what's happened is, obviously, Valorant and League can't be played at the same time because they both need to use the same studio. But also, they want to make sure that any overlapping fans don't have to choose between three different Riot Games broadcasts and instead can choose to watch all of them over the weekend, I guess. Yeah. Which is, and, and like, there are certain statistics that, that, that they cited that I don't know how truthful they are. I don't think that Riot would just flat out lie to us. But they said, like, yeah, only 9% of LOL esports watchers also watch VCT. And I don't know how accurate that is. I don't know where they're getting this like these statistics from because like I watched I watched both over this last year and I did not I didn't get a fucking like survey in my email or anything like that. I ain't getting any information. <laughs> right. I I would even go to say that I'm probably one of the people that watched the most LOL esports in this past year because I would stay up. I would watch LPL. I would watch LCK. I would stay up into watching LEC and I would finish off my day watching LCS and then sleep for five hours. Like that's that's how I spent a lot of my weekends. Where I would just like sit down and I would just watch the best League of Legends in the world get played. And I didn't get a single like bit of information about that. About anyone saying anything about like, yeah, so like, do you watch VCT? Do you watch LCS? Like, what do you think? Like, what if you had to choose one? Like, I didn't get any of that. So I don't know where they got these statistics from. They're not citing any sources. They're just saying, they're like, oh yeah, based off of our sources. Like, what sources, man? Please, tell me what sources. This is the oh, most frustrating part about this. I don't know where right. this information is coming That's from, ridiculous. man. <laughs> oh. um, but I don't want to say that Valorant's killing League of Legends, because I don't think that it's necessarily true. Because if those statistics are true, then it's obviously not the case. But it's like... Okay, so VCT is being played on the weekends now. LCS is being played on the weekdays. They don't want LCS and LEC to have a... Have a, a, a like a any sort of, like, crossover, because more than half of LEC viewers also watch LCS, according to their sources. Which, I understand that that's competitive, but, like, at the same time, it's, like, one of the major changes that they want to make for this by putting it at 12pm PST is so that uh, EU watchers can, can tune in. They want EU watchers to watch the LCS. They want other regions to watch LCS. And they want LCS viewers to be able to watch LCS. But the weird thing about this is... They've been talking about growth this entire fucking last year. They want to grow the LCS. They want to bring in younger people. They want a younger audience to be able to watch it. They want this like content to be consumable for all ages. And they don't want it to just be the, like, like the old guard that's been watching LCS for 10 fucking years. They want new people to join the LCS. If you want, if you want these high school kids, these middle school kids, these college students to have any interest in your league, you can't be airing your games at noon on Thursday. <laughs> yeah, no. <laughs> They're yeah. in fucking school, bro. They're going to get in literally trouble doing for watching it. at school. Sorry for doing literally anything. Yeah. On a Thursday. It's so fucked up. Noon. It's so yeah. fucked up. And on top of that, who the fuck on 12 p.m. on a Thursday is going to go to the LCS, sorry, the Riot Games studio and watch these games live? What's going to happen to the in-person audience? Yeah. God, wait, yeah, you're right. Like, like we had we had low fucking it, it, attendance this year. What's going to happen next year when, when it's the <laughs> middle of the work week in the middle of the day, man? <laughs> 
<laughs> Yo, you want to go watch this league game afterwards? <laughs> Bro, like, <laughs> it's so weird. It's so fucking weird to me. And, like, I'm also kind of a fringe case because I get out of work at 6 p.m. now, and I only work four days a week. Um, So I can watch all of the games on Friday, and I can catch maybe half of the games on Thursday. But still, like, I love... One of the biggest things that I loved about being able to watch LCS is I would watch it with other people. Like, we, like us three, we caught games occasionally, and I, I used to catch games with, like, yeah. Emily and, and, and some other friends, and we would all just kind of get together and watch LCS. And then, obviously, for, like, finals and stuff, we would do big watch parties and stuff like that, right? Yeah. We can't fucking do that anymore. No. Like, we, we, we flat out just cannot do that anymore. <laughs> like, because, like, if finals were t- getting, t- like, taking place on a fucking weekend, but the games leading up to finals, like the, like, the quarters and the semis, if those are still on like, weekdays, I love watching the quarters and semis. Honestly, the quarters and the semis games, those are more interesting to watch in the finals, like, 90% of the fucking time. Because you'll get a super hype matchup, yeah. right? Yeah. And if those are taking place at Thursday at noon, I'm not going to be able to watch those games. If it's a five-game series and it ends in three, by the time I get home, it's not airing anymore. Yeah, you just got to watch the VODs. Yeah. yeah. And, like, I, I, I watch VODs all the time. Like, don't get me wrong. Like, I consume a lot of LOL Esports content. Like, I, I consume so much of this fucking content, man. But yeah. watching it live is a completely different fucking experience. Especially with friends, yeah. Especially with friends. And that's like the, that's honestly my biggest gripe here is like people want to watch these games together. One of the biggest drawings about T Sports is that like you can go to like a sports bar and you can watch it live with your buddies. You 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 can invite everybody over for Sunday night football and you can have a like a like a big party and you can do stuff like that. You can all sit on the couch and share an experience together. You can't do that anymore. With, e- with, with, with LCS. You can't do that with LCS anymore, man. Nope. Not on Thursday. And it's so weird or to Friday. me. Or Friday. God forbid you work on Friday. Yeah, it's so fucking weird to me. Which is the majority that... of people. It's so weird to me, man. It's so weird. Um, And then also, Super Weeks are going to be ass. Because Super Weeks are three-day weeks where they have games getting played every single day. And on Super Weeks, they're instead of extending it, oh, yeah, Saturday we'll have our third day of games. It's like, no, Wednesday. We're going to start a day earlier, and we're going to oh. put our games on fucking Wednesday. You want to watch League of Legends on a Wednesday at noon? Oh my god, no. <laughs> like... <laughs> That's crazy. I'm sorry. It's just, it's, it is it is a... T- I don't think weekday games are bad. If it was a Thursday-Friday schedule with games starting at 3 p.m. PST, I think it would honestly be fine. That's perfect. I yeah, think that would accomplished- be great. Did they accomplish their goal for the EU viewers though? Is it like a good watchable time for them at least? Yeah, yeah, it, it's definitely it's definitely watchable for them because at it, that period they want of... everybody in they want everybody to watch their stream, but the people in the region cannot watch. Yeah, yeah that's it's the weirdest fucking thing, man. It's the most inconvenient for North American viewers. Like, and and this is what I was saying, and I was tweeting about this. I was like, you are alienating the casual North American viewer. Who's, who is yep. honestly the person that you've been trying to cater to this entire last year. The average For, yeah. casual viewer cannot watch these games anymore. Only the most dedicated people are going to be watching these games. I agree. Then, I think that's my, who they're trying to cater to in the first place. Yeah. And then and another big problem with it is, like, they're not going to get the statistics they want out of this. So there's going to be more negative changes down the line, I believe. Especially if they choose to stick with this, like, I don't know what it's going to do for the scene. Definitely not anything good. 
<laughs> yeah, I mean, community backlash has been really, really awful, and like, I don't think even even like staff. I have hope been they talking don't stick with this, it. dude. Like, yeah. e e like, imagine the staff too, because they have to go in like four hours earlier. They have to go in four hours earlier to get That's ready for production. Right. They have to go through makeup, for mic sure, checks, sound yeah. checks, everything like that. They need to set up the studio. Need to get ready for the games. Like they're gonna be going in at fucking like 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 eight a.m. Man. Good luck to them. Like I feel so bad for these people. Like they're also like they, these are incredible fucking talents, and it's none of their fault. Like they're not the ones that made this decision, obviously. And like I know yeah. like Azale, for instance, who's one of the color casters and analysts, right? He 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 was like, yeah, no, I pushed back against this change a lot, but nobody wanted to listen to me. And it's like that's so fucked up, man. Your staff think it's a bad idea. Your fans think it's a bad fucking idea. Where you're not citing any of your fucking sources or statistics, so we don't know where you're getting this information from. We don't know. It's just it, it's a really there's there's just some shadow organization in Riot that's conducting <laughs> these fucking these surveys and shit that nobody else in the company knows about. Yeah, I don't. So they can't know. speak on it. I really don't know. It's very frustrating. I have a lot more to say about the topic. However, I am going to hold back from ranting too hard about this topic because uh, a little bit of a special announcement. There is going to be a bonus Hextech Heroes episode that is going to be recorded the day after this recording. Um, and it may even actually be streamed live yeah. to our Twitch uh, if I can get that to work. But uh, we have a special Hextech Heroes bonus episode where I'm going to be talking these LCS changes with some fellow LCS super fans. Uh, David Shynock from TikTok, as well as LCS Miracle or Maya from NA Men. It's going to be a really, really fun time. We're going to sit down and we're essentially just going to talk the <laughs> talk talk this discussion uh, as much yeah. as we possibly can, coming from like three people who have been loving and adoring the uh, the 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 this this competitive uh, who who's been loving the LCS for years, right? So yeah, that bonus, yeah, yeah. You, you can expect to see that bonus episode uploaded to our YouTube channel. Uh, it's going to also be uh, up on the podcast channel as well. Yeah, that is awesome. I'm yeah, very excited. We, had a, we got a guest. I was like, yo, what the fuck? I'm very, very excited. It's going to be super, super fun. Yeah, yeah I, I won't be able to tune into it or anything, but I will. Listen. Yeah, it sounds awesome. It's going to be a good time. I'm very excited. Uh, I admire both of them and, and their work that they've done in the in, in the you know the LCS sphere already. So it'll be a good yeah. time. But that is that is the last topic that we have for team chat. Is like I said, it's a little bit of a of a light news week in terms of like uh, quantity, but the quality of the yeah. news has been pretty massive. Um, but let's for move sure. on to all chat where we have no new emails. Which again. If you are listening to this podcast and you want to, you want us to talk about something in particular, a certain topic that you don't think that we've touched on, a question that you might want to ask any of us, you can go ahead and email us at hextechheroes at gmail.com. Or if you even want, you can tweet at us on Twitter if that makes it easier for you. You can tweet at me, which is uh, laughingmagelol on Twitter, or you can tweet at micro, which is hh underscore micro on Twitter, micro spelled with a Y instead yep. of an I. Um, you mm -hmm. can tweet at either of us. We'll take a look at what you have to say, and we can go ahead and we can bring that up and put it in our all chat uh, section as well. Uh, so go ahead and Absolutely. do that if you want to be potentially featured on our next episode as a as a question or topic. Yeah, that or just tweet at me some random shit. I think I just tweeted League of Legends this morning. Yeah, yeah you morning. tweeted League of Legends <laughs> minus the D. That's that's all yeah. you did. Then I think I 
I think I said I was going to do that like two weeks ago. You did when did you it. first talked about your Twitter account. And then I did it. <laughs> Good legend. Which which Mission leads which with all that just leads me to the question of like Susan, when are you getting your your Hexec Heroes Twitter account? Oh, I I don't know. <laughs> I just got to go. Yeah, we're gonna press you into social media. It took me even a little bit to <laughs> get on it. Um, but let's just move on from all chat. But please go ahead, send us a message if you want to be featured on the episode. So we're gonna move out of all chat. We're gonna move to our next segment, which is gonna be slash ff. And as always ff does not stand for forfeit here at hextech heroes instead it stands for for fun and this uh this week we have a bunch of topics that we're going to be talking about that may not be able to be talked at talked about at length but it is going to be some fun stuff happening in the league of legends atmosphere that we do want to touch on uh guys who wants to start us off for our ff i can go first oh you can go first okay. <laughs> i want to do with the ff for engage supports i want to shout out the sedvani nila lane <laughs> it's really fun <laughs> playing that lane uh i'll say that the changes are gonna make me want to play her even more even though people initially called them nerfs um even though she is getting like some some damage nerfs of course and her ults getting kind of destroyed but uh, <laughs> so well with crit though man so yeah close. yeah it's it's gonna scale even better uh the that bot lane they're just really good against squishy bots mm-hmm. uh they destroy like a one melee support <laughs> like kind of bot lane mm-hmm. like we played against thrash i think a majority of the games i forgot what our third game was it might have been an enchanter lane pantheon yeah pantheon major member <laughs> both of them Sounds we like just just Sejuani alone just walks on top of you, and if you can't do anything about that, it's just it's just bad news, <laughs> you know. Yeah. Like it just is so strong. It's fun to play. Uh, it's pretty decent against Enchanter lanes. It gives them like a fifty-fifty chance or a choice to make whether to get engaged on by a Sejuani or to play safe and not get engaged on by mm-hmm. a Sejuani. <laughs> But uh, yeah, that's my FF. It's a fun duo lane. We've had a, we've had some good yeah. time. We should, maybe we play some I, more of that tonight. I'll to be play honest. it some more. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, mine's a little bit weird. Uh, I've got a few things. I have actually been reminiscing on some of the old YouTubers I used to watch. Uh, I don't think Mage's around for it, but Bro Fresco was a big one I used to watch. Oh my. <laughs> yeah, I was not around for Bro Fresco. Yeah, Although I've just... heard the name a lot. <laughs> Yeah, I just checked his YouTube. The last upload was six years ago, but it had 4.6 million views. He had like he had millions of views on his YouTube videos for League of Legends, which is crazy. I don't um, know where Bro Fresco went. Yeah, I don't either. I heard about him maybe a few months ago, but I forgot what even that was about. Um, I was also checking Twitter. Uh, I saw I saw a retweet. I, I don't know if it was Mage or somebody. It might have been. I don't know. Saw a retweet from Dyrus, so I checked out his account. Apparently, he streams League again, which yeah! is always been one of my yeah! favorite League of Legends players. I fucking love Dyrus, man. How I fucking he, love him. He plays Sims, and that's all you need to know. Uh, <laughs> like 2016, 2017. I think he retired from TS. Oh, well, yeah. I, well, oh yeah, his retirement. Him. I didn't. I remember he streamed League for a bit afterwards. I think. Yeah, and then he quit. 
Yeah, but I think he's he's back on it. So, quick fun fact about that: the reason why he came back was during the LCS finals when they did the dedication to the historical LCS players. That when Dyrus was called out, he came on stage weeping. Because they were of chanting course. TSM, they were screaming what? his name, they were cheering for him. He's one of the greatest top laners in the That's history of the LCS, man. He made it on the top yeah. five LCS top laners in the history of the game, right? So obviously mm. they're showing him as much love as fucking possible. He's in fucking tears, breaking down, listening to, to these people cheer. He's a humble king. Yeah, and, and it reinvigorated his passion for the game. And he said that he's doing a... Uh, he, he wanted to grind to Challenger once again after not playing for, like, two years, and he started in, like, Plat 4, and I think he's in Masters now. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I adore that guy. I fucking love him. I'm so glad he's back. I don't... It might be old news, but, like, still. That's something I want to shout out. Um, And I guess for builds, do not fucking do this. I played a game of zero damage turned to me, if any of you guys remember that old meme. I remember that. Uh, It was... It was working for about thirty minutes, and then because both of both the friend and I were doing it for in the about bot lane thirty role, minutes, <laughs> we got overwhelmed because we would just stand there and, and use the pressure of us just standing there to get them off of our team, <laughs> and it worked. And then I think they realized because I think at the end of the game, I had zero damage. My friend hit a Q accidentally on Olo, oh, and he had fifty damage. A fifty damage collective bot lane. <laughs> do not do this. I repeat, do not do this. There's only one game. I'm not trolling, I promise. Everybody I, everybody in the lobby knew we were going to do it. Okay. <laughs> uh, we have made it well known. Uh, qu- quick update. I was wrong. Dyrus is Diamond 1, 19 LP at about 200 games, and he said he's doing it to 1,000 games. Hey, close enough. He's close. Yeah, yeah. he's very close. Uh, and then the other builds? Tinged mid. Keep it, keep it going. Mid. I love this. <laughs> I, I love this. <laughs> I would do a different singed build every week, I swear. Uh, but yeah, that's it for my for fun. All right, sick. Uh, so my for fun is a little bit different uh, from what I initially planned because I was initially planning on talking about the esports awards where Riot like swept every single production uh, production category uh, as you expect because it is like the Riot Games broadcasting team is extraordinarily talented and hardworking, and so shout out yeah. to them for that. Um, but I will instead be shouting out uh, something that I think has been at honestly more fun for me to follow is david shinock on tiktok has been doing top 10 lcs moments for 2022 and he just finished his list and honestly it was, it was really fun and him talking about like the best moments from lcs and kind of like reliving those uh which has been super super interesting and obviously the number one i mean quick spoiler i'll do a quick spoiler if you want to stop take a second Go look up David's uh, TikTok and, and watch the list. So this is your warning. Spoiler alert. This is number one coming up. What if our viewers up. are driving? <laughs> oh, my <laughs> God. You're right. Fuck. Well, I guess Wait, it su- sucks. It sucks. Get I on mean... the side of the road. Get on the side yeah, of the road. Yeah, pull over and pause the podcast. Oh, my. This is an emergency. You need to... <laughs> Put on your fucking uh, your lights. Start blinking. Um. But no, the number one was obviously Danny's pentakill, right? It was obviously yeah. Danny's Baron Steel pentakill, <laughs> which, by the way, did not even get nominated at the esports awards for best play of the year. Yeah, by the fucking way, did not even get nominated for best That's esports play of the me. year. That's absurd to me. Absolutely fucking absurd to me. But whatever, I digress. 
Um, but yeah, David Shinock's top 10 LCS moments from 2022 has been absolutely, uh, absolutely incredible. But also one more thing I want to shout out from an FF is Rift Reaction, one of my favorite podcasts from League of Legends, which includes Travis Gafford and Emily Rand, uh, is no longer going to be airing on Spotify. Spotify is, uh, like cut the, uh, cut their contract. So they're not going to have a show in this upcoming year, which feels really bad because it's one of my favorite shows and one that I honestly very much look forward to every single week. Mainly because, like, I think Travis is, is, like, basically the community's voice at this point. More so than, like, he feels more like 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 a Riot Games uh, community manager than a Riot Games actual community manager at this point. Because he's always the one trying to get information and giving information to the, to the fans. More so than Riot is, is themselves. Um, but also, Emily Rand is just the best like one of the best analysts in LCS. She has so much passion for the game, so much love for the players and just she talks about like LPL and LCK and and some more unknown players and teams that people may not be paying as much attention to and she shines some light on some like really talented individuals in the scene and it, and it feels bad that she won't be able to unless she does something on her own uh won't have a uh a voice in, in the podcast uh, League of Legends community for a while. Unless she wants to join Hextech Heroes. Yeah, exactly, baby. Oh, my God. (laughs) (laughs) It'd just be three randoms and Evelyn Rand. We're going to rename. We're going to rebrand the podcast. Yep, rebrand the entire podcast. (laughs) Um, But yeah, shout out to to Riff Reactions and to David Shinock on TikTok. Uh, But that's going to be my FF. So let's move on to basing, where we talk about our based League of Legends takes. Now, base doesn't necessarily mean hot takes. I'm going to make this quick clarification one more time because I feel like I missed. I feel like I did not uh, uh, describe what basing was initially supposed to be about very well. Uh, Whereas it it can include hot takes, but it's mostly just something you feel extraordinarily passionate about that has to do with League of Legends. And you just kind of take this period of time to rant about something that you care about. Uh, so who wants to have the very first based League of Legends take? Um, so, hold on. I was trying to remember. I mean, I can do mine if I, you guys I, would I, like. Yeah. Yeah, go for it. Everyone go, first. go first. Okay. Uh, so my based League of Legends take this week is I need more Riot Games merch. Okay. This is what this like. I love League of Legends. I want to show off that I love League of Legends. And I don't want like the cringy fucking like nylon fucking sweatshirts with just like a picture of like graffiti jinx and shit like that would like (laughs) like sure like if you're into that like no hate like like more power to you do whatever the fuck you want but like my favorite league of legends merch that i own outside of like esports organizations is stuff that i've gotten from fan-made creators on like etsy and stuff i i'm literally wearing a a a sweatshirt a black sweatshirt that just has the word tilted on it I'm wearing a, a, a silver ring that has the word support on it. And I have a hat that says slash FF. And like, this is, this is like my favorite fucking like merch that has to do with League of Legends. It's subtle. It's clean. It's super fucking cool. Um, and like, I feel like Riot is not releasing as much merch in, in like the clothing department that is like subtle and, and, and kind of cool uh, as much as I would like. Cause I think the figures are really sick. Those are really good. I think their action figures Honestly, as, as somebody who's been collecting action figures for a long time, uh, they leave a little bit to be desired. I'm not gonna lie; they're like, like, like the, the they're not like constructed super well. They're fine, but I don't they're know not. I agree a little bit. I um, agree. 
but like i want i just want more i want more league of legends merch i want more merchandise from riot games representing like their different competitive regions i want more like the fact that you can't get like a league of legends mouse pad with just like the splash art of a champion on it is absurd to me yeah oh, i feel I like that's something, something you could do wait no no you can't sure. get that unless you go to like redbubble or etsy and somebody makes it for you like riot games themselves do not make these really they have a couple uh, like for like when spirit blossom came out they had, like spirit blossom ones right but you can't just ha you can't just go to a fucking like you can't go to the the riot games merch store you cannot look up mouse pads and find like a scroll wheel that has every single champion with their splash arts or or like uh like different skins and stuff those don't exist the only ones that exist are like special event mouse pads for like spirit blossom and project and stuff like that which feels really yeah, fucking weird to me there's definitely well, no, I, I a lot that they could with it. do, but this it's like just a matter of them doing it or not. It's untapped yeah. potential, man. For sure. Untapped for sure, potential. Agree. It takes nothing Same to make the client. I think we should start at our base root problems. Can I get a better client? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, please give me back please. or give me the chance to use a, a legacy the legacy client. I miss that shit. No problem. Legacy no coin problem would would fix everybody's crashing and never being able to play the game. Yeah, you like, just need legacy my, league, my, man. My riot yes. launcher crashed during an update, just because it felt like it, mm. and then I couldn't open league after that, and I had to uninstall league completely. Oh, I can't open up league oh. now unless I run it as administrator. Oh, you got to that point, huh? Yeah, 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 yeah. And Jeez. I and I recently uninstalled and reinstalled it too. So I it's actually an odd day. I have to do it My again. League of Legends client is the best running one <laughs> right now. <laughs> Mine constantly disconnects me. Crazy. Really, yeah. I can open the game. Crazy. It's weird. It's really weird. But like, no, that's my basic take. I, we need more Riot Games merch. We need more merch like for the game itself, representing maybe the different regions and stuff too. Like. The, the what they have on the merch store is fine but like there's always room for more there's always room for something better or something simple like the mouse pads the mouse pads would be so fucking easy do you know how long it took me to find a league of legends mouse pad like it, it like i i just yeah. like ordered a new one from an etsy seller where they're like they they chose i got to choose which splash art i wanted and they're gonna put like my ign on it they're gonna put like my role on it it's gonna be really fucking sick and i'm a hundred percent gonna show it off on like twitter and stuff when i finally get it so keep your eyes out for that but like the fact that i couldn't go to the riot games merch store and get one is absurd to me yeah i agree there's a lot to be desired <laughs> yeah i already spent i've already spent thousands of dollars on in-game stuff i want out of game stuff too let me have out of game merchandise please yeah but that's it. That's my basic take for this week. I'll pass it on to whoever wants to go next. I can go next. Yeah. Uh, mine is... <laughs> we touched on this a bit with the patch notes. Is that they didn't fix Ravenous Hydra. <laughs> and that it's still the exact same. It's still gonna one-shot you. I feel, I feel like they... I'm just going to re reiterate what I said before. They should take off the fact that it procs on abilities. The cleave is just too damn strong. Reducing the cleave damage doesn't do much when you get hit by it six different times. <laughs> like, the the fact that Zed's Q going through a wave procs it five times and just clears the whole wave is crazy yeah. to me. It's insane. 
Like, I, I think the having the power on the item is good, because, like, if you're getting into melee range, you deserve to have that extra bit of damage, yes, for sure. But, like, it, it's just the, the... What is the word? Like, the synergies or the effects that it has on abilities has just become ridiculous. Mm -hmm. and, and they've also... In doing in doing that, they extended it to range champions. So like range champions even have some really ridiculous synergies with that item. Yeah, like Twitch. Oh my god. Yeah, Twitch. Yeah, fucking Twitch and Jin. Ways. Yeah, Twitch and Jin both utilize that item really fucking well. I've also been seeing on like Samira and stuff too. I need to try that out then. And Neela. Yeah. But yeah, that's my. Yeah, I agree. <laughs> Coming from a primarily like AP bruiser, AP player. <laughs> <laughs> I just, I'm glad that they did not go with what it originally was in preseason when they first did it. It would proc on every single like profit of a damage of Like literally ability. anything happening, so, like, it would proc. Yeah. So, like, I saw, I saw clips of this happening where Swain would alt. And oh then yeah! It would be like fifty different procs on that shit. When he sucked. yeah, I saw that no. too. It was fucking yeah, it disgusting. was a little crazy. No way, dude. See now that I would have and I would have blown my gasket. There's no way. Imagine yeah, every single I survived with single patch. Yeah. I would have just stopped playing the game for that patch. <laughs> Unironically, would have just stopped. Twitch poison doing damage outside of AP. Wow. <laughs> Yeah. Anyways. But yeah, uh, I think... I th yep. Oh, yeah, you can go ahead. You can go ahead. No, you, you're good, because I was going to move on to mine. <laughs> oh, no, no, you're fine. Yeah, you're fine. You're fine. Okay. Go ahead. Um, so, I've got two. I think they're, <laughs> they're more hot takes than base takes. Um, I don't think Spirit Shojin is healthy for the game, and it needs to be removed, like, what, a third, fourth time? Yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> Uh, and I don't personally think that the Unleashed Teleport changes were good for the game either. Because I guess we can go into both, not to touch too much on little. But Spear Shojin is a toxic item in, like, theory. Because it enables champions to do whatever the fuck they want sometimes. Like, on bruisers like Jax, oh my god, he's, like, untouchable with Spear Shojin. It's very frustrating to fight. I don't know if you guys have run into a Jax that was running, or even any champion in general. Oh, no, yeah. I agree. I mean, Spirit Shojin is, is an unbalanced item for sure. Like, like just the theory of the item is a little crazy. Because, like, we see it on Navori and it's okay on some champs, but, like, I don't know. Something about Spirit Shojin is, like, it, I'm glad you cannot build both, by the way. Oh, my God. Imagine that, like, trying to be like, <laughs> fuck. Um, yeah. Yeah. I do not like Spirit Shojin as an item, even though I think it's very fun. I just don't think it's fair for the game, and I don't think that it as a place in league theoretically yeah it, it's put like turning characters great. into earth yeah it'd be great like, build a bunch like a of... nexus splits item yeah i agree or like an aram item yeah for sure um and then the unleashed teleport change i don't think That's it's good just because the change of events well i mean like because it used to be you can teleport anywhere yeah before 14 minutes now it's after 14 minutes then you can teleport anywhere um i think because it took top lane out of the meta for a while because those changes were really harsh at first. But now you get more gold and more XP for being a top laner. You can carry the game by <laughs> yeah, doing so like, absolutely fucking changes, nothing. 
those changes I feel are a direct result as of like because of those changes because it pushed top out of the meta. So we're getting stuff like the tank items. We're getting stuff yeah. like uh yeah, we're getting stuff like you know, increased gold and XP That's or reducing really... in Netherlands. And it's just like good thought. It's starting to add up to be a little too much. So I think honestly the game would be in a better place if we spoke out those XP and gold changes and gave the old teleport back. I have a question. Would yeah. you would you rather get teleported on or or this yeah. is kind of more of a question for me, and I guess a question for you too. Is would you rather <laughs> get teleported on <laughs> by a top you know laner? Yeah, uh... Or have a top laner walk into your lane because your top laner's on five <laughs> and he just <laughs> randomly walks down. Not even because he can't These teleport. He's like, oh damn, I want to gank, but I can't teleport. <laughs> Okay, I have been an Unleashed Teleport hater ever since they made the change. I'm not going to yeah, lie. I think that I... Okay, this might be a hot take, but I fucking loved seeing my top laner TP bot lane for fucking too. minutes. Like, Dude. you know how much more fun the game was when every mashup was like Camille top lane into some other CC heavy top laner, and it was just like they teleport bot like jungler three camps into bot gank. <laughs> Both t top laners TP bot lane, and it's the Dude. first team fight of the game, and the AD and supporter both level two. Sitting in lane, seeing my seeing my laner like fucking teleport down bot at four minutes. I'm like, oh shit. And I do the same thing. No, I was sitting there was staring at channeling. <laughs> yeah. My take funny. on that is that taking putting unleashed teleport in the game took a level of complexity out of early game. Yes. Yeah. Absolutely. Because that is only a play that you can pull off with like uh, what what's the word? A coordinated team. Yeah. Yeah. Because like in the average solo queue game, your your top laner's not teleporting bot level three unless they're like actively looking to do that, or like yeah. typing to their team or something like that. You know. I will say but, this, but like yeah, teleport plays now with unleash teleport pre fourteen minutes catch people so off guard though, because when I was Agreed. playing mid lane for our clash team and I was like trying to like re-improve my mid lane play i i teleported bot a lot pre 14 minutes and every single time i did it was a guaranteed triple kill like it was guaranteed three people die because i only ever teleport bot side when i'm trying to counter a gank i remember one time in particular i was playing silas and i literally killed all three fucking people one bot lane and then one mid lane because i had three kills worth of gold on me after one teleport play bot because nobody yeah. fucking expects the mid laner to be bot lane at six minutes because he teleported to the tower after just showing on mid wave. Yeah. Nobody thinks about that. That's true. For sure. For sure. Uh, but I will say that it is a lot more fun to be in lane and be like, okay, if I hook here, we're going to die because the enemy top laner is going to be here in nine seconds. And it's going to be a 2v3, and if we can't kill them in this period of time, we're just going to eat shit. And we got to figure out what we're going to do if that happens, because, like, our top laner brought Ignite because they're a fucking Giga Chad, and they didn't want to take Teleport, and now oh, we're at a disadvantage. <laughs> Me literally not wanting to take Teleport anymore to anybody. <laughs> Ghost is my new best friend. I mean, Ghost is really good if you're hands-dipping people, right? 
Yes. Yeah. T- teleport is a hundred percent like you're playing for macro. You're playing for like team oriented, like plays. And then Ghost is like, I'm gonna hands check my lane opponent, and they're gonna get shit on. <laughs> but no, I, I I agree with the teleport take. I agree. I I, I think reverting it would be a lot of fun. And I also agree that if they did revert it, they need to change top lane back to not having like yeah, more XP and more gold. Because imagine that teleport to... with how top lane currently is. And they would have to help out all the other lanes to not get yeah. shafted really hard by just. Uh... No, that is personal. I could see, yeah, that is personal. I could see why some people would like or want to keep in teleport, but like, I want old teleport back. I can do uh, spellbook to play around. So I can do spellbook support Alistar with teleport and teleport top lane at four minutes instead. (laughs) We have an Ezreal that takes teleport as well, and we just we just we have our mid laner take five teleport, minutes. and it's Shen it's Shen jungle with teleport smite, and it's just five people teleport top lane on a play. Fuck it, let's go. Please. <laughs> Fuck it, we ball. We ball. This is how we win games. I yeah, this is it. This is about. it. This is the meta. <laughs> this is absolute normal League of Legends gameplay. The most sane League of Legends meta ever. Um, this is yeah. how I regularly play the game. I mean, I, I, I think we got some good basing takes this week. I agree with Ravenous Hydra, and I agree with Teleport, guys. I'm not going to lie. These are good takes. I enjoy these. I don't know <laughs> why they just de- decided to turn that item slowly into just the biggest monster i thought titanic hydra was the issue when they released that but, yeah the uh, titanic yeah, was also no. ah. true <laughs> imagine yeah. they imagine they gave titanic the same kind of like no, yeah, don't, don't give them any fucking ideas bro don't give them any fucking ideas they touch my singed poison and just get cleaved oh my, oh my god. god i'll lose my fucking no. mind that would be oh horrid Right games, this is not an open invitation. <laughs> if anybody's listening, God help you know, honestly, before we say anything more sus, we should probably just end the podcast, right? That's what we should do. <laughs> <laughs> before we give them any yeah. more ideas. Um, so with that being said, that is gonna be all of our topics for this week. Uh so we're gonna be winding down the show here with some outros. Guys, you have anything you want to shout out or say before we end the show, wrap it all up here. Uh no. Happy to be doing a podcast. Awesome episode. See you next time. Yeah. Uh, go ahead and go follow my Twitter. I've got a whole two followers. Ooh, <laughs> I'm I'm half of those can... followers, by the way. Oh, I know. Sure. <laughs> you didn't need to say anything. Say it. I mean, you know. Actually, oh my god. Checking my. Is that one thing? I've got one. Like... No, I'm just kidding. Like, if Micro uh, has one fan, it's me. If Micro has a hundred fans, I'm one of them. If Micro has no <laughs> fans, I'm dead. <laughs> like that's me with Micro's Twitter. <laughs> that's a ride or die, literally. Uh, but also shout out to Emily, always as always. Of course, shout of course. Even though she's not around this week. Uh, and then to my cat Cooper, who has been terrorizing me this whole fucking episode in silence. <laughs> he has gotten a mad habit of crawling up the back of my chair with his claws. Oh and then just sitting God. at the top and grooming my hair for God. zero. Will not stand for this. I do not like this for zero. Even though it's cute. <laughs> God damn, cats. Am I right, guys? <laughs> hey, he's fun. 
He's uh, uber silly. Hey, he's fun. He's fun. He's a fun. <laughs> I'm screaming at him every <laughs> game. Oh yeah, yeah. Goober, every single game. Goober, what the what the <laughs> fuck are you doing, Goober? Yeah, and he's somehow he's somehow disobeying gravity and standing on the ceiling. <laughs> God, something new every day with this guy. But yeah, that's it for me. Uh, for me, shout outs. Obviously, shout out to Emily, our biggest fan, our number one supporter. Uh, who's o- almost always around for us to do these recordings, but she recently went back to work and is very tired, so hopefully she's resting up and taking care of herself. Uh, other than that, mm-hmm. shout out my YouTube, actually, uh, which is just Laughing Mage on YouTube, which I didn't think I'd ever end up doing, but I am going to start uploading more videos there, uh, hopefully soon. I don't know, like, I'm not going to have a video schedule. It's really just going to be, like, bonus content for this podcast, mostly. If I ever get the opportunity to talk to our interviewer, if any of us get the opportunity to do stuff like that. And sometimes it may contain some like gameplay stuff if we if we ever really feel like grinding out some ARAMs or something for fun. Um, yeah. But Comedy League of Legends. Comedy League of Legends, man. Ultimate Bravery. Ultimate Bravery. We're going to go into a five-man Ultimate Bravery. Yes. Yeah, I am done. <laughs> um, that'd be sick, actually. We should for sure do that. Um, I want to do that. Other than that, I'll also shout out my twitch because i recently found out that i can stream and my internet's actually okay with me streaming for the first time in like three years um so that's uh laughing mage ttv on on twitch um i i did a, a test stream today and also i made a hexec heroes twitch as well which is just hexec heroes on twitch which is where you may find uh in the future if we choose to do these podcast recordings live that's where you'll probably end up finding it or if we ever do any other like community or fan content uh, live, like community games or something, if in the future anybody wanted to do that, that would be super fun. Um, but that that'll that'll be my shout out for the week. Uh, but thank you very much for tuning in and listening to us here at Hextech Heroes. We appreciate any uh, any and all support you may give us here. And Absolutely. as always, we look forward to the next episode, and we will see you guys later. Bye. Thanks for listening. Peace out. Have a good week.